0: Welcome to episode number 63 of the Giant Take Podcast. I am Josh, and in today's episode, I am joined by my co-host, Alex. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh, Thanksgiving Day, we're going to have some Thanksgiving Day football. One game not particularly going to be played, though, and it's probably the best game of the day. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the um, Baltimore Ravens, whoa. And they were going to play. That game got canceled due to Baltimore Ravens positive COVID-19 cases. And um now we just have two not very good matchups, and one of them involves a four twenty-five game. I think that's with timing. It's going to be the division matchup, NFC East, Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington football team winner. That game slots into first place at the NFC East. And then we have the game on Sunday, Giants versus Bengals which we're going to be previewing, obviously, in this episode. And um, we're going to be joining this episode, not right now, but we're going to have an interview with him, Danny King, from the Talkin' Giants podcast. He was on one of our, like, probably first 20 episodes of the Giant Take podcast. So we're going to have him on and preview that. Uh, So that'll be fun. And then, um, yeah, so Alex, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. Um, Like you mentioned, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow and as you know, the host of the Giant Take podcast, we're thankful for all the support everyone has given us on this podcast, and we're ready to roll into another game this weekend against the Bengals and hopefully another win for the New York football Giants. Um, but getting right into it, um, COVID 19 obviously has plagued the Giants with Graham Gano, um, especially the, all the special teams units. And speaking of special teams, Casey Kreider and Riley Dixon have been taken off the uh, COVID list, So that is very exciting for, um, you know, this weekend, making sure that they're okay. And the Giants have had no new positive cases, um, in the past two days. So that's also a good sign as well.
0: Yeah, it is a good sign. And Alex, I think you're discrediting one thing is that Thanksgiving's actually today when, when we're, when this episode is out. So happy Thanksgiving today for everyone. Uh, celebrating Thanksgiving. Maybe you are listening after, which is also good too. We hope you had a good Thanksgiving to people who are listening after. But anyway, uh, we continue. So Alex gives the COVID updates. I'll give the injury updates um, on Wednesday when we are recording this podcast. So far, it seems that uh, tight end Caden Smith, offensive tackle Matt Pair, and Dante Pettis will miss this week's game. And then you have Evan Ingram and Toy Lolo are the only tight ends currently on the roster. Nate Whiting. I think that's how you say it, Uh, uh, Rice and John, who we picked up right after the draft, or or Nakia griffin Stewart can be elevated from the practice squad for that. And that was because of a practice squad move that after we brought back the former New York Giant that Alex was very upset about, Corey Coleman, we added him to the practice squad a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago now, he is gone once again from the New York Giants. And we brought in this tight end. Um, His name, again, Nakia Griffin-Stortz, and maybe he'll get elevated. I don't know. We'll see about that. And the injury report for today, uh, 11-25, is James Bradbury did not participate in practice. That was a um, non-injury-related miss of practice. It was apparently Joe Judge said it was a a family issue. So um, that's troubling uh a little little worried about that but hopefully everything's okay there we have sterling shepherd who was limited of course with a hip and a toe injury always sterling Shepard gotta show up on that i feel like he's it, it's a goal for him every week i gotta show up on today's injury report and then uh kevin zeitler who's been suffering with a concussion concussion um was full practice today so that's good for him and that'll do it for the giants injury report uh so far here on wednesday
1: Yeah, Sterling Shepard always got to get on there with the hip and the toe. Two very different parts of the body. Always interesting. Um, So that's always a fun one when reading the injury report. Not really. Um, Hopefully he'll be back this weekend. Um, And the Bengals. Many thought it would be Ryan Finley starting against the Giants after Joe Burrow went down with his injury. But no. There's a new guy. His name is Brandon Allen, and he will be starting most likely. For the Cincinnati Bengals against the New York Giants, um, not only is he going to be uh, replacing Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon will also be out for that game. Uh, he's been suffering an injury for the past few weeks, um, so he will be out as well. Um, so two of their key players will both be out, which is going to be, um, you know, something that the Giants can hopefully take advantage of um, when you know going into this weekend, especially with the new quarterback.
0: All right, so let's let's go into the Cincinnati Bengals injuries right now going into this Week 12 game. They have Geno Atkins is injured, Giovanni Bernard, which you mentioned, is injured, Mike Daniels is injured, A.J. Green is injured, Mike Thomas is injured, Mackenzie Alexander is injured, Marcus Bailey is injured, and Logan Wilson is injured. Uh, most of them did not practice. Some of them had limited practices. So that's something to think about. And like you said, Joe Mixon's out. Giovanni Bernard also could be out for this game. I don't know about that, but yeah, he's their um, backup running back right now. And it could be even worse after uh, this week. The, this game this week um, or after this week's practice before the game. A little insight on Brandon Allen, who's going to start for this um, Bengals team on Sunday against the Giants. So uh, first of all, Ryan Finley, a second-year player, was drafted by the Bengals in the fourth round of the 2019 draft. Uh, And he took over the Washington football team last week when Joe Burrow uh, was, you know, lost for the season uh, with a torn ACL and MCL. Finley went three of 10 for 30 yards with an interception during the 2019 loss. Uh, So now Brandon Allen is 28 years old. He was a six-round pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars in 2016. He has been with the Jaguars, Los Angeles Rams, Denver Broncos, and now the Bengals. Uh, and Allen's only NFL game action came last season when he started three games for the Broncos. Denver went one and two in those games. Allen completed 39 of 84 passes, 46.4%. Four 515 yards with three touchdowns, two interceptions, a passer rating of 68.3, and a QBR of 35.4. So That's going to do it for your little Brandon Allen scouting report uh, from me. Now, um, let's go to... The New York Giants, finally, finally, he's coming back. Xavier McKinney, we mentioned it last time, but it is now confirmed he will be back for this game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So very exciting, uh, very exciting stuff. And we're excited that he's able to, you know, come, come back for this game. So, yeah, exciting stuff. I think now we'll go on to my three points. Alex, you got anything to say beforehand?
1: McKinney coming back is really exciting. Obviously, um, I'm I'm really pumped up for that. Seeing him this weekend will be really exciting. Um, obviously, he's not going to get a whole bunch of snaps, but we'll still get to see some of him and get a, a, a little sneak peek at what we might be getting from him um, probably in the future. Obviously, next season is where we're really going to see a lot more from him, I'm assuming. Um, but, yeah, besides that, it's really exciting. Um, and, you know, the Giants, if we win this game, um, you know, we could possibly – uh, you know, assuming the Eagles lose on Monday night football, I believe, against the Seahawks uh, could come out at the end of week 12 here, uh, top of the NFC East. So it's all, all together. It's really exciting. And, you know, this is a must win game for the Giants if we want to win um, or uh, win the NFC East.
0: Yeah, if the Eagles lose on Monday night football, um, I think that yeah, so the Giants will be tied for first place with whoever wins the Washington football team Dallas Cowboys game. So there's there's going to be a tie for first no matter what, um, or if the Giants win. If the Giants win, there'll be a tie for first place no matter what, no matter who wins that game uh, on Thursday night on Thanksgiving. All right, so let's go to the three points. First of all, I think it's going to be shut down the new quarterback, Brandon Allen. Let's apply some pressure uh, for the New York Giants defensive line i like to see Leonard Williams get a sack or two in this game. That would be pretty nice. I, w- I would take that. So that's going to be my first point. My second point is going to be uh, for Daniel Jones to not force a turnover this game, and it'll be, I think, three games in a row now uh, where he won't force a turnover if this happens. I would hope it happens. I don't know why I'm putting these in my points anymore. A normal quarterback, I wouldn't have to do that, but it's Daniel Jones, so let's hope he keeps that up. And then finally, my third and final point, Giants, continue this win streak. Let's let's keep going, and let's, <laughs> let's bring it uh, to these next... Uh, what is it? Uh, Four games in a row where we, we at least need to flip one. Because after this game against the Bengals, it's going to be very tough to find a win. We have the Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, and Ravens after that. Very scary stuff. So three points once again. Shut down Brandon Allen, new quarterback for the Bengals, not Ryan Finley. DJ, don't force a turnover. This will be, I think, three games in a row now. And then Giants continue that win streak.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see what Patrick Graham throws at Brandon Allen. Um, in terms of blitzes or different looks, um, uh, I think he's definitely going to do some things that maybe we don't see him do usually against a more experienced quarterback. Um, not saying he doesn't have experience, but obviously, uh, not as much as most quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, yeah. And Daniel Jones can't force turnovers. Our defense needs to create turnovers. Um, you know, the same things we talk about pretty much every week, they change a little bit, but not too much. Um, but yeah, all those things are going to be critical, um, you know, going forward for the remaining stretch of the season. Um, So now going to preview uh, Sunday's game against the Bengals, we're going to be talking with Danny King. Um, Josh will actually be talking with Danny King. And uh, we'll see you at the interview.
0: All right, we are back now with a very special guest, Danny King from the Talking Giants podcast. You can go check him out on there. And then also check out TalkingGiants.com where he's got his articles up and then follow him on Twitter at Danny King. And Alex is also here for this interview. He he lied. He lied at the end of the intro. He said he wasn't going to join it and I was going to be the only one. Alex is here. He's ready to record. Danny's also here. Danny, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good. Uh, You know, Thanksgiving week coronavirus fun stuff going on in the world but i'm doing good loving life
0: yeah so we're happy to have you on the podcast today obviously you were one of i would say the the first guest i i need i should have checked this out before we started the interview but you were one of the first guests on the giant take podcast so you know i guess congratulations to that let's see you were episode number danny i'm gonna get it you were episode number 18
2: there we go. I know, we Justin, on... I know Justin got here before me, so he beat me to that. So I need to play yeah, Justin. Yeah,
0: you know, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> 62 episodes later. The <laughs> grand now, return. Grand return of Danny King. So you're here.
1: Yeah, you're the, actually the only person who's ever, besides Justin, actually, the only person who's ever returned on the Giant Tape podcast. It's very impressive. Um, yeah, he's Justin. still behind
2: Justin, though. It's still behind like, Justin. So, like, it, it yeah. was good, but then I was like, oh, am I really? Then he said Justin.
0: I'm like, damn it. So, so I want to start out with something because I found an interesting stat that the Cincinnati Bengals give up I think the six there's the sixth worth sixth worst in um, yards per game on defense giving up. So I mean I want to get your thoughts on that you think if, if Danny if um, Daniel Jones the other Danny will be able to uh, throw the ball and maybe you know get some yards per game here rushing and you know that's been good too but rushing and passing.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, the Bengals' defense, I mean, like, they got no one, for being honest. I mean, their secondary, they got a, what's his name, Jesse Bates. That's, like, their best defender right now. Other than that, I mean, the Giants should have a field day against this Bengals team. Their corners are nothing crazy. Their linebackers are nothing crazy. Like, Wayne Gallman should have a decent game. There's no reason the Giants should struggle this game. Now, they're coming off post-bye, and it's completely possible they just stars suck and they get it's a closer game than we imagined but the Giants sh- realistically should win this game they are the better team on paper
1: so I guess last weekend or yeah last weekend now um you know Joe Burrow going down I, I would assume that the game would be much more competitive if he did not go down to be honest now they're uh, starting with Brandon Allen it sounds like according to most sources like everyone Brandon Allen starting yeah I mean like, what are, is that a mistake? Should they be starting Ryan Finley? Uh, does it make a difference? Uh, like, what is Patrick Graham going to do? You think?
2: I mean, before, I mean, obviously losing Joe Burrow, the Bengals lost their offensive star, like next to Tyler Boyd. That was the thing holding that offense together. I mean, it was surprising he wasn't injured before that with all these brutal hits he usually takes. I mean, when I saw their star Brandon Allen, I thought it was like a joke at first. Cause I was like, but they got Ryan Finley, the kid from a, uh, what was it? NC state or somewhere along those lines. I I mean, Brandon Allen, he beat Baker Mayfield. So, like, that's, you know, a a gold star for him. But, I mean, if Ryan Finley's not good enough, what makes Brandon Allen better? Brandon Ryan Finley's been the backup the whole season and now they're just going to start Brandon Allen. So, it's either they know something, we don't, or they're really committed to not winning games and are hoping just to get a decent pick so they can pick up maybe a better offensive lineman on
0: that line. So, what are your thoughts of Jones this year? Because we've gone back and forth on this podcast – um, at at a very upsetting week for me, I called him. I think what did I what did I say? I said he was a bust, Alex. What did I say? And then I took it back like the next week or something. I think that was a Tampa Bay game, probably. I mean, it should have been if there was any week to get pissed at Daniel Jones, it would have been that week. But you know, what what are your thoughts on him now, um, going into Week Twelve? Uh, up until
2: the Tampa game, I I was like, well, this is like a complete step back from where we were a season ago. Like, he looked good. it gave you reason for hope. And then this season came, and then he did. He was horrible. Fumbles, bad plays, bad interception. That Buccaneers game was the pinnacle of it all. And then that's when I was thinking, like, do we need to consider drafting someone else to replace him? But then the Washington game happened. No turnovers. I was like, all right, Washington's not a terrible defense. Isn't terrible, but let's see the Eagles. And then he had another perfect game against the Eagles. I think the giants are slowing the game down for Jones and not making him overthink because when he overthinks, he makes stupid decisions. Like that Steelers game, when he'd like to set, like he kind of wanted to throw it, throw it away, but he threw it away too late as he got hit led to the interception. So I've come around on him a little bit. I still need, we still need to see the rest of the season before I can say like, we don't need to draft the quarterback this year. I mean, granted we're reaching the point where all the good quarters could be taken from the draft, but I've turned around on him. And that Eagles game was one of those games where I was like, all right, this is the best he's looked in a while because no mistakes, Quick reads, good decisions. Nothing made me think like, wow, that was a horrible decision.
1: So our draft pick, Andrew Thomas, in the first round, the fourth overall, hasn't looked amazing, looked better the past couple weeks or so. Um, But is he a bust? I, I know there's been a lot of people talking about that. The other offensive tackles, Tristan Wirfs, looked really good so far. Um, Jedrick Wills has looked good. Mikai Becton's been in and out with injuries, so it's hard to tell with him, but he's looked good the time that we've seen of him. Um, you know, is he was he the wrong decision, you think, or uh we just need to give him some more time?
2: I don't think it was the wrong decision. I mean, honestly, he did struggle to start off the year. And I, obviously Bobby's like, you know, he the offensive line expert and and something wasn't going right. And then when Judge started deciding the coach, he got off the line a little more. You saw Thomas improve. He hasn't had those same mistakes that you saw through the beginning few weeks. And this will be a game where you really get a sense of Andrew Thomas because if he struggles, that's a problem because the Bengals don't have a good defensive line. So if he struggles this game, then you're more like, all right, hang on a second here. But I don't think he's a bust. I mean, obviously, when you look at Worf's, uh, Becton, and the other guy Willis, he hasn't played up to their level, but. He's still quality. I mean, he was one of the best tackles in the draft. I didn't have them pick. I, I wanted Willis personally, but Thomas is still good, and you've seen the improvement that he's had. Now, I'm intrigued to see if they start Will Hernandez. Does his play maybe decrease, and maybe it's Will Hernandez. That's not like the problem, but like he doesn't have a good like uh, conne- connection with him like he did with Lemieux, but I want to call Andrew Thomas a bust. I mean, we st- we staffed Eric Flowers for years, and Andrew Thomas is 100% better than him.
0: One thing I am kind of scared of, and I do I do wish we had, was I, I wouldn't say, all right, you know, the, the, there's competing uh, wide receiver cores uh, between the Giants and, and the Cincinnati Bengals, but three players that do scare me is their top three, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and A.J. Green, uh, T. Higgins, really coming onto the scene this season. Um, he didn't really have, to, I, I don't really, is he a rookie? But I remember last year after the A.J. Green injury, it was Tyler Boyd and John Ross who, who had to step into the role as the top wide receivers. John Ross now, you know, nowhere to be found. So he, he obviously requested the trade. And, and now, we have, uh, now we have these guys. So, you know, do you, do you fear this, this um, wide receiver core at all, especially with our struggling cornerbacks, especially Isaac Yottam, who we like to mention on this podcast?
2: With Joe Burrow, I was afraid because I was like, Joe Burrow can have a day. But now it's Brandon Allen, and I, I. What's the chemistry he's gonna have with them? Obviously, Boyd. I'm assuming Bradbury's gonna cover Boyd. Uh, T. Higgins. He'll probably have either Holmes or whoever they decide this uh, start at corner, at corner. Corner. I'm not afraid of them now. I'm going into this game like thinking, like, all right, Giants should win. But like, this is a game that Giants could lose. It's such a trap game. You got this guy, Brandon Allen. No one thinks the world of him. Maybe he goes out there and has a game. Tyler Boyd's a quality receiver. I mean, they're not going to have Giovanni Bernard, it looks like, because he has sustained a concussion. Tyler Boyd, I love Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. I love T. Higgins as well. Those two are two quality players that the Bengals are going to build around. It's just can Brandon Allen utilize them without somehow getting mauled by the Giants' defensive line since the Bengals' offensive line is horrendous.
1: Yeah, and I, I guess you were mentioning earlier about, you know, they're looking maybe for an offensive tackle, Um going into this draft their their offensive line, like you mentioned, it's not good at all. Our defensive line has really been coming through Leonard Williams, especially, um, you know, has been doing well, Dalvin Tomlinson doing well um, Dexter Lawrence, obviously, but he's still on his rookie deal. So a lot of people were saying, are we going to keep Dalvin Tomlinson? Are we going to keep Leonard Williams? Is there a chance that we keep both of them?
2: Uh, That's funny. I you know, wrote a blog about that, looking at that. I, I mean, the Giants, Leonard Williams is obviously the guy that I think they value more because you give up a third-round pick. You clearly believe this guy is something. And I mean, obviously, Corona can determine. I, he, going to the all I think the biggest responsibility the Giants need to do is keep this defense together as much as they can because they're a quality group. Uh, Dallin Thompson, Leonard Williams anchors the line. You got Dexter Lawrence as another quality player. Because, I mean, look, you lose Dallin Thompson. You literally and figuratively open up a huge hole in the defensive line because Dallin Thompson's huge. Leonard Williams, you lose the pass rusher. I mean, you got BJ Hill, O'Shane Zimenez, those guys, but like can they produce as Leonard Williams? That's yet to be seen. I Leonard Williams is gonna get the contract extension. It's do they put the franchise tag on Dalvin, give him the 13 million guaranteed, and then, then try and do it again next year with hopefully they get fans and hopefully they recoup money. You gotta keep both of them somehow because they're you lose one, you lose a important part of this defense. So keep them both, at least attempt to. I think Dalvin wants to stay a giant. I think so does Blender Williams as well. So if you can re-sign both, you should all do that.
0: Do you look at this game as, as a must win? I mean, pretty obvious statement, right? I, I know I'm saying it like kind of, you know, obvious. Yeah, um, we have the NFC East. We have three three teams or, or all four teams with three wins is what, I, is what I meant to say. And we have this game against the Bengals, Cowboys against Washington football team on Thanksgiving Day when this episode's coming out. And then we have Monday Night Football, Seahawks, Eagles. This must-win game for the Giants this week.
2: Yeah, because this is also uh, – our Art Stapleton said it. You see, I'm not stealing content like Jordan and claims we do. But uh, uh, what's it called? This is a game where the Giants should not lose. They are the better team on paper. But, see, it's one of those games that they can lose because they're coming off a bye. Maybe they're draggy. You had the whole COVID situation with Graham Gano, stuff like that. And, I mean, when you look at the Giants' schedule, it doesn't get easier. It gets harder after the Bengals game. You got the Seahawks next week. I mean, the Seahawks aren't like lighting the world on fire, but they're the Seattle Seahawks. Then you got Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Then you got the Browns and Baker Mayfield, who aren't looking terrible. They're seven and three. They're better than us. And then you got the Ravens. I mean, who knows what the Ravens are right now? So the Giants need to win this game. They cannot afford to drop a game to the Bengals because the entire NFC still plays it, the Bengals pretty much, besides Washington and Philly. So pretty much that's not everyone. But the Giants need to win this game. If you lose this game, it's it's a bad look. It's a bad look because the Bengals are not the better team than you. They're sorry, Brandon Allen at quarterback. So if they lose, it's a lot of questions that need to be answered.
0: One more thing. Giants, final record. Who do, who do they beat? If you, know, if you have them getting another win, I don't even know, but – I I, they're, I think they're going to beat the
2: Bengals. It may, might, might be one of those close games, but the Seahawks, that's going to be a tough – I don't see them beating the Cardinals. Cardinals, no. Seahawks, I could see them maybe upsetting the Seahawks. A little surprise there. I see the Giants winning – let's see. They, uh, I said say one, two, three. I, I say they win four games out of – and they dropped two. I say they beat the Bengals, Seahawks – uh. And uh, Cowboys, I, that's not four, that's three. And then I could see them losing to the Cardinals, Browns, and Ravens. So I say they finish free and free, but that could be enough to win a division six and 10 at this rate, six, and they hold the tiebreaker tie over Washington. They they probably hold something over the Eagles. That, that Sunday, uh, the final game of the season, I think that game will determine who wins the East. I think somehow, let's say it's Philly. The, the Philly then needs the Giants to lose. To clinch these. So I see that final game of the year being ultimately the division deciding factor. And who doesn't want to put the Cowboys and Giants in prime time? That's what the NFL is wishing for right now.
1: Danny King is a member of Talking Giants, and you could go follow him on Twitter at Danny King. Danny, thanks so much for coming on today.
2: Thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good Thanksgiving.
0: All right, that was our interview with Danny King. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We definitely did. It was a fun one with him. And uh, so we didn't give our score predictions to the New York Giants versus Cincinnati Bengals game. I'll go right now. I think it's going to be a close one to the end. I think 24-17 Giants win this one.
1: All right, so for this game, I do have a Giants win. Um, I'm going to go for... 30-20 Thirty to twenty Giants win. Uh Daniel Jones, no interceptions, no fumbles, and two Darius Slayton touchdowns.
0: I'll go one one Sterling Shepard touchdown if we're if we're gonna talk about that. Hopefully he recovers from that hip and toe hip and toes injuries. Um all right, so now we'll go to the week uh week twelve picks that we're at right now. Week eleven, I struggled. And Alex said okay. It's gonna be Alex, he went seven and seven, I went five and nine. Uh Wow. All right. So Alex will start us off with our picks and then I got four o'clock on. Go ahead, Alex.
1: All right. So starting off tomorrow, Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. We're going to say it again to everyone listening. Um, Texans, Lions. We have, uh, I have the Texans. Josh has the Lions. Cowboys against Washington. We both have Cowboys. Dolphins against Jets. We both have Dolphins. Um, Cardinals against um, the Patriots. We both have the Cardinals, Panthers, Vikings. Um, I have the Panthers. Josh has the Vikings, Browns, Jaguars. We both have the Browns, Titans, Colts. I have the Colts. Josh has the Titans, Um, Bills, Chargers. We both have Bills, Raiders, Falcons. Um, We both have the Raiders and Steelers, Baltimore. um, We both have the Steelers.
0: 49ers versus the Los Angeles Rams. We both have the Rams winning this one. It's going to be the New Orleans Saints versus the Denver Broncos. We both have the Saints winning this one. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We both have the Kansas City Chiefs winning this one. That could be a close one. Who knows? We'll see. Bears versus the Packers. Division matchup. We both have the Packers winning that one. And then Monday Night Football, you got to hope the Seahawks get the win. Um, I have the Seahawks, and Alex has the Seahawks as well. And that'll do it for our Week 12 picks. We'll see you again when we preview Week 13, and hopefully I have a better record than a losing one by four games.
1: Yeah, got to hope. We'll see what happens um, next week on our Thursday episode. So going to the Um You can see our blog post, new one coming later this week um episodes and you can subscribe to our newsletter on the homepage and click support the podcast in the menu and you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the giant take. Um and there we have a two dollar tier with fan requests, private community, and a shout out on the podcast.
0: Go follow Alex on Twitter at Anorian23, go follow me on Twitter at Josh 29 Go follow at the giant take pod on Twitter. Go follow The Giant Take Pod on Instagram and go follow The Giant Take Pod on Facebook while you are on Twitter. So the first one, go follow Talking Blues Pod on Twitter and then go listen to Talking Blues Pod on all podcast platforms. It is a Chelsea FC podcast that Alex, myself, and an early guest on this podcast, the earliest guest on the podcast, Peter, um, he is on there as well. So go, go check it out. Um, once again, Talking Blues, uh, Chelsea FC podcast and um wherever you're listening please or share share with at least one friend share with friends and family and share us uh share on your social medias tag us at the giant take pod if you're going to do it on twitter if you're going to do it on instagram or facebook tag us at the giant take i think that's it for today's episode um alex you got anything else
1: nope that is a wrap for episode number 63 of the giant take podcast i've been your host alex always joined by josh And we'll see you next time. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast,